0: Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteens.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 58, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine.
1: And I am Daddy Gray.
0: Oh my god, you're not Fonny. You're back. For the fourth time, I I think?
1: I believe so.
0: Awesome. Well, welcome back to this show. Yay. It's always fun having you on. Uh... To those who are new to the show and haven't heard your past episodes, who are you? (laughs) I'm your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Specifically mine, not yours, listener.
1: (laughs) Yes, not the listeners, jazzies, and only jazzies. I am not up for any other littles. I can only handle one, and I only want one.
0: (laughs) Aw, cute. So, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Oh, well, um, I don't I don't know. What is there to even say? Uh I am a professor. I'm a college student. Uh PhD student who is suffering slowly trying to finish this dissertation. Yep. Um and yeah, and I I'm you know, I'm just a, I'm just a dude. I'm just here to answer some questions and have a good time.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> So, uh, those keeping score at home, uh, this episode is not live this week. Um, and then Fonny also has had a crazy week and needs some time off. So I said, I got you, uh, let us handle it this week. So this week it is all questions for, uh, me and daddy and then some other ones as well. Um, but before we get into that, um, as you know, we always have to go through our Patreon uh, for At the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shoutout, we have Fluffy Nate, Gosh Cheeks, Raystar, Red Panda, Nobby, and Tone Cluster. In the $5 oh. fetishes, sorry, fetishes? Kinkster tier. There we go. <laughs> I always get my, my tiers mixed up. $5 kinkster tier, which gets you a monthly set of new photos from yours, truly. We have Abu Michael, Bliss Bunny, Brya Casa, Juicebox, Maxi, Skywalker, and the Starling family. In the $10 fetishist tier, which gets you an extended shout out, along with everything below, including a video of yours truly, or a short clip once per month, we have Ishi. Let's call me Joe, who writes, Shout out to ASMR YouTube videos, one of the many ways you can keep yourself sane as your social life atrophies thanks to the pandemic. Lucy, who writes, be yourself, and if people can't, have an, ha- can't handle it, then they are not worth your time. 100 and scotia in the 15 dollar sinner tier we have kaneko who writes see okay so this one is odd it was uh the, it's the line Co's diaper has a first name and it's dino but it's supposed to be sung to the oscar meyer wiener song and can you give me <laughs> a hand with this because i have because the syllables don't match up i've been racking my brain trying to figure out how this goes do you have any idea daddy
1: the the oscar meyer wiener song
0: yeah the i wish i were an oscar Mayer wiener that everyone be in love with me
1: oh you know i have no idea i was thinking of the what what is that song oh my god i'm old <clears throat> <laughs> what is it my my baloney has a first name it's something 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 Do you know yes what I'm talking
0: it's, about? it's probably that one and i've never heard it before so can you help us out with this
1: Oh, it's my least favorite thing in the world. It makes me want to commit, like, full-on homicide. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm going to actually turn the commercial off whenever it came on. Uh, Oh, god.
0: No, I'm not going to make you do it, sweetie.
1: <laughs> well, what about Think of the Fans?
0: Think of the Fans! Are you about what was the one for line the again? T- Give me one more time. All right, let me, let me type it to you in Telegram. How about that?
1: Okay. This is why we there don't we do go. anything live.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm leaving this in. People apparently love the clickety-clack of my keyboard.
1: Oh. It doesn't quite have the right syncopation, but uh, it's Co's diaper has a first name. It's D-I-N-O. That's it missing cool. a syllable but
0: that's it <laughs> yay don't
1: say i never did you a favor <laughs>
0: <laughs> you came in <laughs> you came in clutch with that save i know you hate that song so thank you for doing that <laughs> can i give you a complimentary blowjob later? <laughs> it's <was> like thanks <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> on the it. house <laughs> all right and then the 20 dollar sinner tier which gets you everything below, including some co directorial input. Oh, wait, sorry. No, I did that wrong. Center tier, you get co directorial input on all the porn. And then the $20 Deviant tier, you get your name written on my body for the content. We have Daddy Gray, who writes This is your shout
1: out, honey. I hate the Oscar Mayer Wiener song.
0: You hate the Oscar Mayer Wiener song, 100 Jamie Bell, who writes, scene idea. Cover up some a submissive in spinach, onion, jalapeno, peppers, honey, mustard, and barbecue sauce and spank them with a baguette. Let them choose where it's all placed to. What I'm saying is make yourself a Subway sandwich. Joe and Sluggy, who writes, Dad moment. All right. Uh, the only other things that we have to talk about before um, we get into the episode is, as always, check out... Uh, my friend Soup's Patreon, patreon.com slash beansoupsies, and also Fonny's Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash FonnyABZL. Links for those are going to be on at oddswithgod.com as always. Uh, if you love this show, consider giving them as much money as you give me already, and that would be absolutely fantastic. And also, uh, before I forget, shout out to the usual Bet, who is our sister show, and we love them very, very much. With that being said, those are all my pre-episode notes. Shall we get into the advice show questions that we answer on this advice show?
1: I love a good question.
0: Hell yeah. All right.
1: I feel rusty, but I'm going to do my best.
0: (laughs) You haven't been on the show in a while. All right.
1: (laughs) It's true. Um, So let's call me Joe writes, dear Jazzy. In the last episode, you mentioned that you, you're you moving into your new house. You and your daddy are going to set up your own nursery. What are you both looking forward to the most about having a dedicated space for your ABDL activities? And the burning question I'm sure everyone is wondering, will Speckles be sharing the space with you, or is the nursery for Baby Jazzy alone?
0: <laughs> Speckles will indeed be joining me in the nursery. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine that room without the show's mascot. Um, But I think what I'm most excited for is having one dedicated space for little space and not having it sprawl all over the house, which it might inevitably happen anyways. But having like one dedicated place for all that stuff is really exciting. Um, Also, the whole idea of like having like my own crib is pretty rad. I'm very excited for that. I was thinking of putting like an old like Pentium computer in there to play like kids games on from my youth. I thought I thought that could be really cool, like with a CRT screen and all that stuff because I'm a nerd. But basically just having like a dedicated space onto my own where I can just like this is Jazzy's room and I can just everything the light touches is my kingdom and everything. also excited to put like a lock on it so guests can't stumble into it on accident (laughs) i thought that could be cool like finally set up like a lego city and everything just you know the possibilities are endless uh what are you most excited for
1: um for me i think some of the things that i'm most excited for are uh, just for you to have your own space where you can do all of your little activities and like have your you know, your little blocks and, like, your floor things out and, like, build things. Um, I've probably mentioned it on the show before, but one of my favorite activities is to take pictures of the things that you make with your Legos and your building blocks. And Mm -hmm. then occasionally I show them to my friends and they all think it's really cute. Um, But I have, like, a whole, like, (laughs) folder of things. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to, like, you know, put Jazzy down for nap time and, Mm -hmm. like, you know all of that good stuff it's just a good vibe Mm. and i I will just add that i think the room will not be big enough for speckles to be in his full crowning glory in the room (laughs) um but that's probably where he's gonna live because there's not really anywhere else he can go
0: he's a very big boy he's a very very big boy um but yeah also that is true And when he says friends, he does mean friends who are outside of the community, but are like, know about our dynamic and our relationship and consent to that sort of thing. And they actually do find it cute and everything. And it's really wholesome. I'm not going to lie, though. It was really embarrassing because one time this is before we were living together and before we were like official official as like boyfriend and girlfriend. You're just like, oh, yeah, I told X, Y and Z person that you wear diapers. and I'm just like, you what? And I was just like, I didn't know, like, how to face them after that. I'm just like, these people know about me. Oh, God, and it was just so much, but it's all fine and everything. And they're awesome. I don't think you could have ever gotten a better set of friends, daddy.
1: Yep, they are. They are absolutely 100 just incredible people. So mm-hmm. super supportive
0: absolutely all right this next question is from pastel dinos pronouns she her dear producers of my favorite cooking show the starshine family kitchen (laughs) uh i try to keep an open-minded kink i try to be an open-minded kink positive person however i got some new neighbors in the townhouse next door to me and their bed borders the same wall that mine does how would i go about perhaps making things a bit quieter at night without directly bringing it up uh, that their rough loud kinky sex is what's keeping me up is there a bright side potentially making new community friends here or would there not be a way to bring that up without making things awkward from cranky jb and i think it depends on like if you can hear them i think like listen to like what they're saying cuz cuz if it's like oh yeah missionary me hard or probably boring but if they're like pounding the bed frame against the wall going, oh, daddy, maybe I see you shaking your head, because I don't think you should approach them at all, because that's like, I don't know, I wouldn't want people telling me they hear me fuck, you know?
1: Well, uh, so, two things. (laughs) So, there was (laughs) an apartment complex that I lived in a number of years ago, um, and I had these upstairs neighbors, and they were just, they were not kinky. They were just assholes, okay? <laughs> um, like, they were just noisy. Um, their, their fucking kid was noisy. No disrespect to any of you listeners who have children, but I can't stand the sound of a child running at 1230 at night, like, across my head. It's just not a good look. Wait, Was uh, I there when this happened
0: one night? I think I was there. No, no. damn.
1: You weren't, because you didn't know me then. <laughs>
0: oh this is the previous apartment complex
1: yeah this is gotcha. like two places ago gotcha yeah. gotcha and um yeah there was there was just like one night when they were like going at it and i just you know obviously i was under the apartment under them so a little bit of a different situation but i definitely took my bulkend and was like slapping the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> crack and I was crack like, crack <laughs> y'all do not deserve to have sex right now like, this is <laughs> not a thing but <laughs> let me just say it was also because they were jerks like I had tried I guess let me back up I had tried to have a adult conversation with them to say hey I you know I know y'all you, you have you know kids you have this you have that and I also have to work every day at eight in the morning and i want to be like you know we have to live in this ecosystem together um this is not gonna work the way that it is and they basically just told me to go fuck myself so like that's just one thing that i would caution is like you you absolutely could have uh the conversation to say hey super glad you're having a good time love it but can you you know fuck, like, an hour earlier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can you schedule <sketch laughs>
1: your sleep. Yeah, can you uh, just, you know, reschedule your, you know, evening activities? Um, because, yeah, it, it is, you know, it is it is rough when, you know, something is disturbing your sleep. And um, there was actually one time Jazzy and I had <laughs> uh, a situation where uh, <laughs> oh I had a little too much to drink. And I think we played Hot Girl Bummer by Black Bear. Oh my God. for probably an hour and a half an and the neighbor and came over came over and was like, uh-huh. Look y'all
0: I'm just Yeah, he like full fist pounded on our door and I, and I was around the corner wielding the same boken and you opened the door because I thought like we're about to get robbed or jumped or something's about to transpire. He's like, Look, the song's good, but for an hour I mean, come on, man. <laughs> it should be noted that this is This is the shared wall behind me, so I'm going to pipe down a bit. This is the same neighbor who really sucks at Call of Duty. So we just hear, Fuck! Shit! At like all hours of the day. We just hear him unloading clip after clip after clip. clip, And then like the death sound. (laughs) It's just so funny. I'm really looking forward to not having shared walls anymore.
1: Yeah, and he was pretty, like, he was honestly pretty chill. He's like, look, y'all, like, I, I normally don't, don't mind, but, you know, tonight I'm trying to work. And we were we were cool, right? And so, all that is to say, I, I think that you could have the conversation. You don't have to talk about the sex, but you could just say, hey, like, there are some nights when y'all are having some activities, and it keeps me up. And I'm just letting you know, I don't normally mind, but if you could just be sensitive to, like, when you're doing it. Um, That would be cool. But also know that they might just tell you to go, like, eat an egg or something.
0: Yeah. And also, even if they are going, oh, daddy this, daddy that, they're not automatically ABDL, as we know, because, like, daddy, in terms of, like, kink, has really been mainstreamed. And there are so many people who are entering what they think is, like, the CGL scene But they call it, like, the DDLG scene as a blanket term. And they're just like, oh, my God, ABTLs are disgusting. Oh, my God. It's just like, bitch, you have no idea where the fuck you are right now. (laughs) So they could also be like that if they're, like, using the language. They totally might not be one of us, and that's okay. But, yeah, I would I would probably, like, lay off and just kind of, like, enjoy the show, you know? What do you think?
1: yeah i I said what i think i think yeah that conversation but just just be prepared to be kind of turned down also just really quick before we advance to the next question i realized i did not say oh i didn't say pronouns for uh let's call me joe because i didn't know them so can you just confirm those for me really quickly
0: let's call me joe's pronouns are he him
1: great thank you yeah that is not in my version of the notes so I might defer to you to just say the pronouns for each person because I don't have that in front of me and I'm, I don't want to misgender someone.
0: Sure. Yeah, we can do that.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So we'll move on to the next question, which uh, it's my turn. Yes. So this is... <laughs> is... Am I supposed to say this whole long name?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, you are.
1: Oh, wait. can I just say... Oh, okay. All right. So... pet Sluggy with 100% E says, Dear Grayest of Grays, what are are some ways that you like to deal with bratty bottoms from the Slug Slug who uses she, her pronouns?
0: This is all you, dude. Go for it.
1: (laughs) You know, I do not, I am not a brat tamer, so I will open with that. Okay. I am not a brat tamer. Don't really like brats. Um, myself because i just don't put up with any bullshit like <laughs> it's like if you're it's gonna real. be that way like you know you're, you're gonna get a punishment whether you know and that's just what it's gonna be maybe that's what you want but it might not be the punishment that you're looking for right so like yourself so, like when you, jazzy occasionally gets a little bratty streak uh and, and is trying to get spanked oh it, yeah only when i want to be spanked well yeah and i know this to be true what I will do is I say, Oh, okay. You're being bratty. You're acting up. Go stand in the corner. Mm -hmm. Count to 20, right? This is not what she wants. This is not pleasurable for her at all. And so I, I will like completely divert away from like providing a positive reinforcement to the behavior because I just, I personally don't like it, but there is something to be said, uh, about being in the club um, or being out and seeing someone who is in that dynamic and enjoys being in that dynamic um, and you know when their brat starts acting up they get a nice uh, a nice spanking or you know they get Whipped. Some kind of some kind of punishment. They yeah, are whipped. Like some kind of punishment that usually results in somebody having like a blood curdling scream afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that is just because I, as a masochist, enjoy that. Sadist. So if I were, sweetie, I think <laughs> you mm-hmm?
0: meant
2: to say sadist. Yes, a sadist. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I did say sadist. Yes, I'm not. Well, I I might have a masochist streak sometimes, but yes, as a sadist, yeah. I enjoy watching other people suffer. Uh, so. Where was I going with this? If I were to tame brats, my inclination would be to spank them uh, until they learned their proper place. Mm -hmm.
0: And it should be noted that... That's what I would do. Awesome. It should be noted that I am not a brat and I haven't actually done what you described in a very long time because I learned very quickly that's not how you get what what you want, and the best way to ask for a spanking is just to be like, I want a maintenance spanking. You're just like, alright, let's do it! You just start cracking my ass and everything. You're giving me a look.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I, that is my preferred way, is like, if you want something, then you have to tell me, and then you will receive what you ask for, but I just don't like, you know, someone being intentionally frustrating to me as a person (laughs) in order to get something um but again if i were that is how i would take care of a bratty bottom right is by tanning their bottom
0: absolutely so i don't want this used as blackmail against me because i know that there are some brats out there listening they're like oh Jesse's a brat we knew it And I actually really don't like that term applied to me. I really pride myself on being good and it hurts my feelings.
1: So yeah. Oh, yes. Let me, I I will reiterate that Jazzy is not a brat, but there have been very rare occasions early on in our relationship where you did try just a little bratty activity. And by bratty activity, I mean, she would say no and stomp her foot at me. Like that's the extent (laughs) of like, what? I think one time
2: like, I, which is not...
1: I think one time Stop I knocked that. a a, but, a
0: pad of post-it notes off your desk. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah.
1: I did thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, sorry I'll never do
0: it again. And then I never did. <laughs> yeah. Alright, next question.
1: Next question.
0: Next question. Dear gray boy dadliest catch. Uh, favorite way of embarrassing Jazzy and or other littles. Also, what is one thing, if any, about ABDL that you just cannot deal with or it takes you out of your headspace? Thank you for your time. Skywalker Ranch, the drive-by Dipper, pronouns he, him.
1: Great. Um, hmm. Well, let's see. How to embarrass Jazzy? How can I count the ways that I've embarrassed Jazzy? It's not hard. Well, it's really not hard. Um, some of my favorites, hmm. Some of my favorites, if we're at home, is just to like casually grab the diaper and like hold it up, and then <laughs> you probably heard the inhale. Yeah, like that. That right there is a good one. It gets a pretty immediate reaction. Um, sometimes if she's being serious, I'll just like come up and like stick a pacifier in her mouth. Mm. <laughs> and, like she'll get real embarrassed about that. Uh, other things that are like maybe more sweet is like when I take pictures of things she's made and I send them to people I know, and I'm like, oh look at what my baby made, and they're like, oh that's really cute, that's really mm. creative. Um, and then I tell her, oh yeah, I sent this to my friend, and then I show her, and then she's like, oh no. Um, mm-hmm. But I think probably my favorite one is when we're at her parents' house. God. And they're showing me like kid pictures or like family videos. Oh, God. And they'll be like, oh, my goodness, look at little baby Jazzy with her pacifier. <laughs> they'll be like, yep. Mm hmm. And Ugh. they'll say something like, oh, she was always so needy or like, you know, she always like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, not much has changed. And, like, uh, I'll say it in a way that it doesn't directly relate to, like, the pacifier or, like, a diaper, obviously, or anything else, because that would be, like, kind of weird. But I'll just say, like, yeah, not much has changed. And, like, they have no idea, right? But They
0: probably do.
1: I mean, I'm convinced that they know, because they always bring it up whenever we're over. Always. But whether they do or don't... It still is really funny, because I know, and Jazzy knows, so those are are probably the favorites. Oh, It is funny for me.
0: Exclusively for you Uh, and everyone listening.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's a good time. Mm. Um, I think for the second part of the question, um, what can I not deal with, it takes me out of headspace. So, you know... It's funny because there's, like, I think there's not too much that really, like, messes with my headspace. It's just, you know, I mean, a matter of whether or not I'm in headspace or not. Like, sometimes if I'm really busy, it might be a little more difficult. But I think that's true for many people. I would say the thing that is, like, that I have a hard time with is (laughs) conventions. I have a really hard time with them. Um, I was never a convention person growing up, and so I think that's probably part of it. I'm also uh, an introvert, so, like, large groups of people and me just usually are not a great mix. um, Unless it's, like, a class that I'm teaching or something like that, which is totally different. Like, that's a totally different dynamic. Um, And I think the other piece is, like, I have a lot of... This is probably really personal, I guess, but we've talked about weirder things on the show. So I have a lot of (laughs) trauma around, like, groups Right. Not like agoraphobia, but just like I have to constantly be watching because it was always drilled into me as a, as a child and as a young person by my parents that, you know, when you're out in public and you're in groups, it's dangerous. And so anytime I'm in a public place, I have no less than three exit plans. And Jazzy might not even know that. But I will scope out an environment. I'll look at the floor plan, like usually before I go, and I'll plan at least three ways that if something happens, I know how to get out.
2: And so, what that means is
1: oh, okay, good. Because what that means is when I'm in in those spaces, like when we went to Capcom, like I can't relax. Like, I'm constantly watching people because it's like I don't know what's going to happen. And so, for that reason, it's like, I think I just come off really, like, standoffish or, like, kind of intimidating, which I've had people tell me, like, oh, I thought, you know, Gray was really intimidating. He seems really scary. I don't know. And then, like, they meet me, like, in a not-public place like that. Like, in a, they'll meet me in, like, a bar, or they'll meet me out at dinner, and they're like, oh, totally different guy, but I just can't turn off, like... My fight or flight is, like, ready to be tripped, like, at any moment. And so, for that reason, it's, like, not only for me, but then I'm also watching this one, Jazzy, running around and, like, I don't know, putting her fingers in your light sockets and shit. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me nervous. And so, I guess that still is pretty headspace-y, but it's just not, like, a good... It's not, like a, like, a chill, like, taking my kid to the park vibe, you know, because I'm just so amped up, like making sure that, that she's safe, right? And making sure that you're safe. So it's just a little bit, like, of a weird thing, but I would say that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely remember... Oh, excuse me. Yon Counter. Oh, one. Yon Counter.
1: One. Mark one. it off on your bingo sheets.
0: Ah, ah, ah. I definitely remember at Capcom, you were not having a great time, just because, like, there was so much happening all around and then while you were like trying to take in all the data of the room like you said you're also trying to be in parent mode for me and it was just like not a good look and you did not have a wonderful time which is next time when we go to Capcom uh, you're actually just going to be like hanging out with your buddies and going around Chicago and I'm going to be at the events and doing my own thing and everything excuse me and just having that sort of like Figured out and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's just yeah, it's a rough, it's a rough space. I for me, I think it's like there, it's a there's a lot of stimuli, you know. So <laughs> I mm-hmm. go to conferences, but those are definitely not conventions. Like those are totally yeah. different vibes, you know. So
0: people at conferences aren't running around screaming, half naked, anything. It you'd be. <laughs> dead pressed to find anyone jogging down a hallway at a conference let alone running full tilt you might be surprised <laughs> <laughs> is that after hours y- yeah dear gray what is the craziest shit you ever saw at a convention from jazzy pronouns she her
1: oh at a conference
0: yeah what's the craziest shit uh
1: the craziest thing I've ever seen, usually it is the after, the after part it's like, I've seen, you know, just like, people, you know, sloshily, drunkily, flopping along, like, to their rooms, or like, you know, people, you know, trying to pick people up, in the like, hotel lobby, that are at the same conference, and those things, like you would, it's, it's a professional space, right, so you kind of don't, I mean, inherently I think everyone knows it happens. You just kinda don't expect <laughs> to actually see it happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, I mean I haven't I have seen people run, but only because they're late to the session that they want to go to. Right. Um But yeah, I've been pretty fortunate I haven't seen anything that's probably like super super weird, um, or out of the ordinary. Although I will say probably the craziest thing that I've ever done at a conference was puke in someone's car, so. (laughs)
0: Party hard, dude. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, when you're 21 and you're just trying to figure out how much booze you can handle, the world is your oyster.
0: And then later in my life, I actually went to the same conference, different, different year, same conference, and the people I went with got into the exact same shit at the time I was straight edge so how I participated in the party was I corralled everyone back to the room and bought them calzones so I still participated in the the culture as it were as I was establishing a base for more drinking (laughs) (laughs) so what is the next question and I believe is it my turn again uh yes
1: Oh, it is okay. Um, okay, let's see what we got here. Um, oh, um, little lady Lucy. Pronouns. She her. Okay, says, dear Daddy Gray, what's the most you've made Jazzy Blushy? Huh, the most. I make Jazzy Blushy several times a day. All the time. All the time. All the time. You know, when there was this time, and you might remember it more than me, where you were so red. You were like the color of like a tartan kilt. You were like a lobster. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) You were
1: so red. I was worried. I was like, wow, okay. Like from (laughs) top to bottom. Uh And it was something, it wasn't, I don't think it was anything kink related either. Like it was something like, I don't even, it was like either something about us dating because before we were dating Mm -hmm. or it was something about like, we were having one of our like hashtag couples conversations and we were talking about like wedding proposals. That's what it was. Do you, oh, oh, y'all can't see what I see. But it's happening again, so that's how I know that's what it is. So Whoa. for Valentine's Day, I yep. got us this couple's like activity book. And some of it's like, you know, kinky stuff, but most of it's just like, you know, cute.
2: Things. Yeah.
1: yeah. So and cute. one of the questions was, um, describe your ideal wedding proposal. <sighs> And we were talking about that. And that's when she got super blushy. And it was super cute. It was yep. super cute. Yep. <laughs> mm. And for for the listeners that are wondering, it's... Uh, at the time, now, it could have changed because it's been a couple months. But it was um, something about being proposed to at the, at the beach at sunset. Yep. Like on a pier.
0: Hopefully not on a pier, because we've seen so many videos of rings going through the boardwalk. So, hopefully on the sand. (laughs) God, I have... Every time we watch, like... A crab can take it. (laughs) Yeah, crab can take it. Look, there's no crabs at Lake Michigan or Lake Erie. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) Crawdad can take it.
0: Crawdad. Mm -mm. Little pincher. Pinchy boy. But literally, we watch, like... Fail compilations and Vine compilations as well, like our couple's activity literally every single night, and every time we watch like epic fail compilation January 2021, we there's at least like one or two dudes who propose and the ring goes like through a boardwalk into water and is donezo, and I just have like so much built up like anxiety inside of me. I'm just like. Please, for fuck's sake. Now, that didn't stop me. The first time I was engaged, that didn't stop me from doing the same fucking thing on wood, over water, and I didn't drop it. But I almost did. (laughs) But I almost did. I wish you had. I wish I had (laughs) too. Jesus Christ. Longtime listeners of the show have heard that story. (laughs) But yeah, no. So, on the beach, at sunset. Uh, yeah. So that was that. And then I will read the next one. After yawn number two. Give it after for number two. Oh, excuse me. Little Lady <laughs> Lucy, again, pronouns she her, writes, Dear Daddy Gray, what is your best dad joke?
1: You know, I have some goodies every now and again. Uh, <laughs> usually I prefer them to be organic uh, dad jokes, so they just occur like naturally in the wild. But I, I curated, uh, like, I'll do two because I feel any more than two.
0: Did you prepare these? <laughs> <any> too
1: many. <laughs> I, okay, in in my defense, I I looked these up, but I feel like they are within my <laughs> they are within my uh, kind of dad joke that they will still be meaningful for this moment,
0: like your brand. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. Alright. So, what what do sprinters eat before a race?
0: What do they eat before a race?
1: (laughs) Nothing. They fast.
2: (laughs) Get the fuck out of our
0: house, dude.
2: But you still thought it was funny. <laughs> God
0: damn. Alright, what's the next one? What's the next one? <laughs> okay.
1: Alright. Uh, I can't take my dog to the pond anymore because the ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for buying a purebred dog. <laughs> what you don't see she took off her headset and is walking away now (laughs) you know what jazzy's a bread dog (laughs) are you good (laughs)
0: don't make a great blooper you didn't hear anything
1: i heard everything (laughs) twice
0: uh what you heard was I swiveled my chair and knocked all the metal Pokemon cards off the off the desk. I was really afraid it was glass, but it wasn't. Okay. That was a travesty of a dad joke, but I, I still loved it.
1: Hey. Yeah, you still laughed, so I still win.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, what's the next one?
1: Alright. Uh, so, dear designated driver Skywalker Gray. Ranch uh, Who uses he him pronouns, yes?
0: Yes, he him pronouns for Skywalker Ranch
1: Perfect uh, It says, dear Double Dick Gray That's what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, you're welcome This is what I'm saying, I need organic Organic raised <laughs> jokes. USDA
0: certified, <laughs> fresh, organic, locally grown, grass fed, free range dad jokes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only the best. Only the best for the listeners. Oh, God. Uh, It says, what is one thing you'd like for Jazzy to do for you that she either hasn't done recently or never done at all, if any?
0: Hmm. It should be noted that Skywalker Wrench said, Dear D.D. D, Gray. So, in my dirty mind, I was thinking, like, all the dirty things you could do, but you just, like, blasted it out of the park with double dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I continue to exceed uh, expectations.
0: Always, always.
1: Uh. Well, <sighs> hmm, I mean, let me just say, Jazzy is just the most phenomenal partner that a human could ever ask for. Oh
2: my god. Honey.
1: So, I mean, she does like so many incredible things. I mean, I'm sure y'all know because Jazzy always talks about how much I work. Like, I work full time and then I've got part time teaching positions at two institutions and then i'm a phd student and then uh at least for the next couple weeks like i do a lot of volunteer work as well so i'm president
0: of an organization as well
1: yeah i often am busy um and and jazzy takes care of like most things um in the house she cooks she cleans the only thing that she ain't got is that ring but she does have a collar
0: it's true (laughs) I cook, I clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Thank you, <laughs> Megan The Stallion.
1: Uh, the, the, the Stallion.
0: stallion. <laughs> mm.
1: So I guess the only thing maybe that Jazzy hasn't done, and only because she does not do this, is clean the litter box.
0: It's true. <laughs> That's my task. <laughs> I have done it in the past, and then I route in the litter box.
1: Right, so this is why we don't have Jazzy do this, right? Yeah. We don't have Jazzy clean the litter box. I don't know if that's a thing that I would want for Jazzy to do, but I appreciate that it hasn't been done recently. I guess that's mm-hmm. one thing. Um, and there's another thing that I would say, but I'm not going to say it on the show, because it is a personal, private thing that is secret, and not even Jazzy can know. So.
2: What? Just
1: Stay tuned. Can, Stay I, have tuned. A, can It'll, I have a hint? You can't have any hints. It'll come to light at some point.
0: Will it like just come yet. naturally? Or is this something that like is holding back a possible engagement? Give me the tea. <laughs> I gotta know.
1: It's a <laughs> top secret. No one is allowed to know. Period.
0: Huh. Well, how am I supposed to do it if I don't know what it is? <laughs>
1: that's for me to know and you to find
0: out then it's never going to happen because i won't know
1: know you're very (laughs) cute the way you wiggle your arms
0: just mimicking you (laughs) like a toddler doesn't their parent (laughs) but yeah no the attempt was made on the litter box i have a very weak stomach i used to not have a weak stomach i do now have a weak stomach and it's just like and it's just so bad all right what is the next question (laughs) are you reading this or am i reading this oh i'm reading this sorry
1: (laughs) yeah i was double dick last time so now it's your turn
0: double dick okay this is Lil Pet Sluggy with 100% E down she, her. Who writes, Dear Grey? Do you like headpats? From Slugabug.
1: Yes. Cool. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Real answer.
0: You like but, headpats? It, you, but.
1: But. Always ask for consent first. Don't just run around touching black people's hair. <laughs> If you like having hands. because <laughs> I might clap somebody if you just off. if you roll up on me and touch my head, I might I might clap you, so just <laughs> ask for consent first. What
0: well, did the five fingers say in the face? So <laughs> <Slap. laughs> Oh my god. I was gonna say you also really like when I like scritch behind your ears.
1: Yes. That's yeah. a jazzy exclusive unlock.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Only I have that character perk. Alright, next question.
1: <laughs> Alright.
0: Is there some, oh, some shit okay. going down outside her so, house right now? Do you hear that?
1: Sounds like a chopper Or a really shitty golf cart. No, it's it's... Oh! Did it's kid- time for them to leaf blow our front porch
0: oh wonderful Hello. i love it let's keep going
1: we apologize dear listeners <laughs> but they have to keep our suburban neighborhood looking fresh
0: it's true never forget right. we are a professional show oh i can't wait for that sound booth <laughs> honey i cannot wait for that sound booth in our new
1: house <laughs> truly um so this, <laughs> this is from frankenscape i'm
0: sorry it's so fucking loud
1: It's true, it's unnecessarily unnecessarily loud. Um, So this one is from Frank and Skank, who uses she, her pronouns. It says, Dear Daddy Gray, How often do you have to change Jazzy? She seems like quite the mush-tush. Well, let's see. I would say, now mind you, Jazzy is not 100% padded all the time, but if she were... I would have to make at least a million dollars a year to afford <laughs> <the> diapers.
0: <laughs> you would just have so to really buy thankful. ABU. You'd have to buy all the stock of ABU.
1: Look, I'm just saying, we would either, I'd either have to make a lot of money to afford all of the, that padding, or we would just have to go to cloth diapers. Because... <laughs> yeah.
0: Which at because that point she, would be better for just... the environment. <laughs>
1: Truly, and she's just, she's such a little piddle-pants, mm. She's, mm. Yes, she's a little piddle-pants. And so, for that reason alone, we would probably need to. Um, now, I will say, when the messies do happen, they're pretty colossal, so...
0: <laughs> I do have very rapturous movements, as it were.
1: It's true, um...
0: Which is why it only happens rarely, like only a couple times a year.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can say that. Yeah,
0: it's true. It was quarterly.
1: Mm hmm. -hmm, I think you're over your quota then, little one.
0: When was the last time? When was the last time? It's been months.
1: Uh, last month? Nah. I'm pretty sure. No. Oh, no, February. February. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep thinking it's March. Nope. But it's almost June.
0: It's almost Christmas.
1: So, the year's basically over, everyone.
0: The decade's basically over. <laughs> 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 All right, but back to your answer.
1: Um,. When it happens, she is absolutely a mushy-tushy. She's my little brownie-bottom baby girl. She's just, like, <laughs> one whole mud puppy. It's a whole situation. Like, it is not to be <laughs> trifled with. Like, these things are not a game. Come correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you still do it. And when we first started playing with each other, you ass told me, like, look, scatters a hard limit I don't think I won't be able to participate in that and I was just like totally cool totally fine and here you are like a champion changing like the most vile of situations
1: <laughs> yeah it's Chernobyl in a diaper
0: yeah Sometimes. you put a, you put essential oils on a face mask one time to help
1: two two, two face two. masks <laughs> Oh, but God. that just demonstrates how committed I am to the cause. Uh, it's very precious when it happens.
0: Yeah. But I definitely have, like. <laughs> gesund- oh, shit. I saw the mist on my screen. <laughs> Over the Zoom, I saw the mist.
1: <laughs> I tried so hard to protect the mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you succeeded. All right. Uh, but I definitely have an ebb and flow. When it comes to like my relationship yeah. to padding, <laughs> ebb and flow. But like, you know, like I, I never not love it. But also, like, there are definitely times where it's just like, I really want to be padded a lot. And there are times, like right now, that's my stuffy. Why are you? Why are you holding Wolfie? Oh, <laughs> biggest... hi. Hi. <laughs> Let's see if the voice chat will work today. Maybe? Oh, wait. Oh, oh, in here? Yeah. No, no, no. It's in the neck.
1: I've made that sound a couple times when I've stubbed my toe.
0: (laughs) In uh, an awu of pain. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I definitely have, like, cycles. Like, right now, I'm kind of in a mood where it's just, like, meh. It's just, like, I'll get out of the bath and you'll... You always offer me. You always offer changes for me. Like, that, that's, like, that's always a constant. What's not a constant is my relationship to it. And it's just, like, because right now, I'm just, like, no, I kind of want to let my bits air out. Like, you know, I just shaved or, you know, we just had sex. I just... I want my my bits to air out. I just want to feel you know, just like nothing or, you know, it, it's, it's a, uh, it can, it can be, it's sometimes, like sometimes it'd be like that. But we have just two more questions. Two more
1: questions. Okay. I think it's it, your turn.
0: Okay. Uh, dear McJazzercise cream and Daddy Gray style lotion. Uh, why do you think <laughs> regression both... <laughs>
2: What's wrong
0: with chuckling. Is it the names? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Why do you think regression, both mental and physical, are so predominant in the ABDL community? Is it the escape from an adult mind wanting to recapture childlike innocence or something more from Briah, pronounce he, him? And you know that's an interesting delineation between mental and physical because clearly we can't physically you know regress we can't make our bodies go backwards um but in terms of mental regression that is absolutely something that that we can do uh together as like responsible adults and everything what do you think gray
1: well maybe by physical specifically he's referring to like uh, like diapers or like oh, know, stuffies or, you know, pacifiers yeah. or, or those kinds of things. Yeah. Or sure. like a crib, right? Like, there's those are all physical sure. implements that can enhance, I think, the mental component of regression. Okay. Um, I don't think both are always, you don't need one to achieve maybe, well, I would say you don't need the physical to achieve the mental. I would imagine that you have to have the mental to achieve. Physical regression, or else you're just putting on a diaper, right? There's not really a.
0: Which DLs do
1: exist. Right. And like, I don't think that those things are not. Like, there's the Venn diagram, right? There are some people who are, you know, in both of those buckets, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're regressing, even if they physically are utilizing the same things that someone who is, is utilizing.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Just my two cents on that. But yeah, why do you think people do it? Well, I mean, you probably could speak to it better than I could. Um, And, you know, I think we've talked about this, you know, on on previous episodes together and also separately. But I think for some people, it's probably um, the escape from something, right? Or, um, you know, relieving that tension. I know for some people... um, who I know who maybe are in positions of power who regularly make decisions every day and like have to be in that, you know, leadership kind of a role or that directive kind of a role, like kind of the last thing at the end of the day that they want to do is continue having to do that. And so being able to give up some of that power to someone else, right. To say, you know, I'm done with the big kid pants. Like, let me just do this thing over here. Um, And to be able to just kind of leave that behind is like a really common reason why people might participate in regression, um, in that way. And and the other piece that I, you know, heard, I think especially as we talk about folks who have trauma, like childhood trauma, um, and maybe did not have a childhood that they they were kind of forced to grow up too early, um, for whatever reason they might regress, um, even to like a middle age range, right? To be able to get some of those things that they were, that were unfortunately stolen from them, right? In, in their childhood. Or, um, you know, for folks who are um, gender diverse, right? Or who are trans, um, being able to kind of revisit or, you know, to revisit that age, right? And kind of start over, right? With the things that they missed because they were being socialized in a very particular way. And so those, are, I think, are kind of the most common reasons that I've encountered. What do you think, uh, Jazzy?
0: I think that's 100. Um, I can really only speak to, you know, like, why I regress and everything. You know, although I have met a ton of age players and ABGLs and, uh, like, etc., insert the blank here, uh, members of our community, and everyone has a different reason to regress. And for me... A big part of it is being able to let my guard down because going through my childhood, I went through like a ton of abuse from my peers and my partners, not my parents. Parents were awesome, but everyone else was kind of shit. So I had to be like very like prickly, like hedgehoggy. I always had to have my quills out and being able to go into little space. Let me just, like, let my guard down and be vulnerable and, like, made me feel human and everything. And also the other part of it for me is I never really grew out of a lot of the things that, you know, I I do and the things I enjoy. I just never stopped liking them. And I think that is, you know, some people really echo that uh, in their own lives. They say, you know, when did you discover abdl or little space and it's just like i never stopped it's been with me since the beginning i can absolutely say that is what it was for me you know exacerbated on like all the negativity i experienced from my peers this like kept like pushing that like down and down and down and further and further and further and it was just like ability for me to just like find a safe place and just like Be vulnerable and let the guard down and everything and also it's just a great way to relax and take my mind off of things um i was doing thinking and i really think i i enjoy like going into headspace for the same reason i enjoy things like mmo games or like a really immersive rpg is like you can like go somewhere else and do something else and like like your your concerns in an rpg is just like you know how high can i get my stats and like for that brief moment of time before you come back like that is your whole world and then you can come out of that and go about your adult responsibilities and there's lots of studies talking about how healthy escapism can be really beneficial for the human mind and that's really how i approach you know my little space which you know because of my past and the life that i'm able to leave because of my my patrons and doing this show and my other work that i can do from home and also with daddy and everything i'm very you know
2: uh
0: Niff, uh my uncle Nif has a term that he calls casual adult and i really really like jive with it and it's basically just like you're always in like some semblance of your little space and are really good at like pretending to be an adult. But at the end of the day, like, I definitely, I definitely feel like when I am in little space, I definitely feel like my true self and like, this is like authentically me and everything, like having my guard down. Like when people say I'm baby, like, haha joke, but like, there are definitely some people like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm baby. And that's like a thing. And i really like vibe with that and then, but at the same time i'm also disciplined enough to be able to take care of my taxes and my car insurance and my doctor's visits and car maintenance and insert insert the blank here i'm able to take care of my stuff by like putting on the big kid pants and then i'm able to once i handle my my stuff i'm able to just like kind of go into like my natural state and everything And even when I'm there, I'm still, it's still like a very fluid thing. Like I'm able to communicate with Gray. We're able to have like nice, enjoyable, like time together where I'm very much like communicative and able to hear and be heard. So it's not just like I'm drooling on the floor. But like if we're sitting on the couch, I'm definitely like bundled up in like a blanket or I have a stuffy with me or something while carrying on about like Socrates or something. (laughs) And we're able to just like have this like very I feel very like balanced dynamic where I'm where mentally I'm able to just like have just like a very fluid situation. It just feels very like natural to me. I feel like I just kinda took the talking stick and ran with it, so I'm going to give you back the talking stick here.
1: Well, this is the first talking stick comment of the show. It's true. Um Yeah, no, I think I said everything that um that I had to say. Um but yeah, I, I would I would echo what you've articulated just a moment ago, uh, with regard to your own experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think we nailed that question. Looks like we have one left. Yeah, one left. Cool.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So this is from Pastel Dinos. She, her. Who uses she, her pronouns. um, And it says, Dear Gray, how do I go about exerting dad energy, trademark, in everyday life? Sincerely, JB, building a deck. (laughs) The question is, is it a magic deck or is it a deck deck?
0: (laughs) Oh, now you're asking the real questions here.
1: Both are valid. I was just confused about which kind of deck we're building. Um, One requires a six-pack of beer. The other one... Six-packs of cards. Six-packs of cards, sure. Um, You know, let me see here. You know, as I was thinking about this question, I had a couple of thoughts. The first of which is that one must ask themselves what it means to... Now now I'm getting into my professorial thinking here, but...
0: Use academic English on us, please.
1: (laughs) No, but one must ask themselves, what is dad energy, right? Mm. Because you can't ask how you embody that until you determine and define what it is. Okay, I think the challenge for us um, or for the people who wish to embody this kind of energy in their life is to look at examples of what kind of resonates with them around that deadly energy. Um, So when I think about it for me, you know, growing up, I didn't really have a great father. Um, So like deadly experiences and like people in my life who were like, father figures they were all pretty garbage um people so it's like okay i know what this doesn't look like right so what would it look like for me if i was thinking about like my ideal dad right and i thought about things like i would want to be validating, right, as a, as a dad, right, like, to support the things that my kid does, even if I don't get it, right, um, Jazzy does all kinds of shit that I have no fucking clue if, <laughs> that's, like, that's true. Like, World of Warcraft, like, I know y'all are, y- you kids are all into that-ish, right, but, like, I just don't get it, right? Um, Diablo, I have no idea, but do I play with her? Absolutely, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I support that, and so that was a thing for me. I, I also thought about, like, being caring right because um you know my family was very much like a we you know a very stoic people we don't really show like a ton of affection um and so it's like okay well even though i might not be like i don't know like the most i think i'm very affectionate in my own way right and so i try right. to embody that yeah like and i try to like speak to my you know my partner's love language and so it's like okay which is kind of an affirmation as well so i'm thinking about those things i also think about like other you know it doesn't have to even just be men i am a man so i'm thinking of men in my life but it could be anyone right any person anyone could be a dad anyone mm-hmm. does your gender right. is, does that matter
0: prime example lesbians who go by daddy that's some big energy that's like nice
1: right and so think about people in your life who like they embody what you think of when you think of dad or daddy, right? And think about, okay, where am I in that? And you might not be, you might not be 100 all the time, right? You can't be on 10 every day. Um, there are some days where I'm like, I'm sorry, boo-boo, like, I can't, I can't do that today. Mm-hmm. But I can still, like, show up in these ways. And so, I think for me, it just is is so much a part of, like, the the way that I try to care for people in my life that is infused into the way that I practice being a daddy right um there are things like being validating like showing care for people um like caring for my community that are very much just a part of who i am and those things also come out in like my dadly self but all that is to say if you think about kind of and this is maybe more esoteric (laughs) than pastel dinos wanted but i'm just thinking about like the ways that you conceptualize kind of who you are and like the kind of energy that you want to be putting out into the world in general and then you just keep living into that and leaning into that um and and showing up in that way and demonstrating in that way to the people who are in your life um and and that's kind of how i approach it every day
0: and you succeed in that like every single day like oh thank you you said like i'm not sure if i do. Uh, you absolutely do Um, I absolutely feel showered in affection which isn't a bad thing. I mean in a very good way. My love language is touch and you always go out of your way to like put your hands on me at least like once every hour if you're working or so like you'll get up from your desk and just like lay down with me when I'm like doing like tummy time on the floor or like you'll like rub my back or like like pull my blanket up over me to cover me more you're always just like on that all the time and like you have always like given off you've always like given all that you're capable of giving like I've definitely never felt anything contrary and like you touched on something that I think is really important I think that other caregivers need to hear is that it's totally valid and you're not any less of a caregiver if you need to say Mm -hmm. I'm not at 100% today I will give you what I can, but I can't give you 100% today because, like, I need to self-care and all that stuff. So can you, like, speak to that? Because I can't speak to that because I'm not, you know, I'm not, like, a 100% all-the-time caregiver. Sometimes I, like, you know, I can invite that energy, you know, when I I want to, but that's not, like, my full-time role, as it were. So can you, like, expand upon that for a bit?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's just really important for anyone, to, you know, regardless of what role you play to have boundaries. Right. And I know, right. That in our communities, um, particularly if you're in like the domination submission piece of it, it's like some people may feel like they're they give up a lot of that to someone else. Um, and it's fine if you're in, like, 100% and, like, that's what you do. And also, like, you still should have those boundaries, right? Um, whatever you have articulated that those boundaries are, you should have those very clearly laid out. And I think the reality of the situation is that sometimes people just need a break from things, right? Like, there have been times in my life when I've had a lot going on and it's like, you know, I'm sorry, I can't, you know, I can't can't be daddy right now like i can't i can't give you that because i need to you know do whatever i need to do to make sure that i'm okay right um whatever that might be whether it's therapy or journaling or you know just us kind of coexisting within a space together without necessarily um relying on those roles that we have with each other um and i think it can be scary sometimes um especially if you're in you know, like before we were dating, I think it was even more challenging because it's like our dynamic, even though we were friends, was primarily existing within that, you know, space, um, caregiver little space. And so it was like, you know, I think for me, I was like, well, you know, this is our relationship together is this right now. And so it feels weird to me uh, to tell you that I can't give you that, even though I've committed to being that person for you. Right. Um, but, Also, I can't be that person for you to the best of my ability if I'm not taking care of myself, right? If I I can't pour from an empty cup, if I'm trying to navigate something with myself, whether that's something like trauma or like old baggage or whatever, it's not really going to be healthy for me to be pouring that into our relationship. I need to take care of that first. And that's not to say that we can't still be together. We can't still engage in that way it just might mean we need to like dial it back a little bit or it can maybe it doesn't look like it did yesterday it looks a little bit different but maybe tomorrow because we dialed it back a little bit today i'll be able to give you a little bit more and so just being really cognizant i think of the ebbs and flows since we're using that term today um of your energy (laughs) right that that caregiver energy that you have um you know i think The only other things I would say to that, too, is, like, for myself, I think in my life, um, I've always been a a caregiver. And that's probably what drew me to that role when I first kind of began engaging within, you know, BDSM broadly, but also within, you know, the caregiver little space. Um, It just comes naturally to me just because of some of my experiences that I've had. And it is precisely for that reason that I have to be extra aware of how much energy i'm putting in because i have a tendency to just do that right and i i can just take on that role even when people aren't asking for that right like that's just kind of what happens because i was so used to playing that role in my life and so i have to be really thoughtful about the way that i'm interfacing at different times um in different spaces with different parties um and I think if you, too, are somebody who tends to, to play that role, it's important for you to kind of sit with that and think about, how am I taking care of myself so that I can take care of the people who are important to me? Because um, both of those things are mutually exclusive. You have to you have to do both, right? Because if I'm not, take care of you, you aren't going to be able to take care of somebody else. Um, so that's all I have to say on that, I think.
0: Yeah, no, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Like that was really, really profound. And thank you for expanding upon that. I think like best way to put it is like, yes, your dynamic may be important, but what's more important is your partner. Your partner Mm -hmm. will always be more important than anything else going on. And like during those times where we first started dating, and you and I were both going through so much, me with my horrendous breakup and you dealing with everything else going on in your life at the time that was also a mess Mm -hmm. there were definitely days where it's just like hey we can't do this and a big part of my brain thought if this is what binds us together this feels like a breakup while also being like you love this person you need you both need space and it was so hard to do that but obviously it worked out in the end because here we are like so many years later (laughs) An extremely communicative And healthy couple looking to buy a house And clearly it paid off and everything But like Being able to just take a step back At the bigger picture And like really make those Executive decisions that are In like the best interests of like You and your partners Is like that's what's always more important
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah I would agree Mm -hmm.
0: Well Uh that's all the questions we got. I always hate ending it on like a heavy note. But. <laughs>
1: Wait, do you want me to get another dad joke?
0: Yeah, give get us another dad joke. Fuck yeah, us up.
1: We don't want to end on a womp womp.
0: Well, it's not like a womp womp. It's just like a serious a thing. We, you know, we we're given some hashtag real talk. You know real what I talk. mean?
1: Okay. Yeah. Do we want one or two?
0: Give us two. <laughs>
1: okay, give <me>
2: second.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Windows, it is not midnight. What the fuck are you doing? Look, I'm just telling you, Unix operating systems never lie to me for the time.
1: All right. How many apples grow in a tree? How many? All of them.
2: (sighs) (laughs) 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 What the fuck? I'm so
0: mad that I walked into that (laughs) God fucking damn Alright what's the second one
1: Alright hold on let me just uh, Let me see Let me see if I can't Okay (laughs) That one's really bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh do it do it Okay
1: what kind of shoes do ninjas wear?
0: Sneakers.
1: Sneakers! Hey! The, Dear Jesse's yeah.
0: and headoutswithGod.com production, please let us online at AdultsWithGod.com. Check out our Patreon to keep the lights on here at the Starshine house. Check out my links. Check out Vonnie's links. Check out Camp Buddy if you also want to support the show. I've been Jasmine Starshine.
1: I have been Daddy Gray.
0: We will see you next time. Ciao. You look hot on camera.
1: Oh,
2: thanks. Yeah.